Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Empire Strikes Back podcast. Tonight we're going to do something a little bit different, just as a bit of a pre-season precursor. We're going to do a little quiz hosted by myself and your three able, I think, contestants tonight are first and in no particular order, Kevin. Hi, Mark. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Good. I'm looking forward good. to this. Excellent. Second, from deepest, darkest Guildford, with a collection of really funky-looking guitars in the background, we've got Chris. Chris is on mute. Need to unmute Evening yourself, all. Chris. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a button. I've got the button. I'm used to this now. It's been years. We've, we've been years we've been doing this stuff. I, I can mute and unmute with the best of them. It's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah got... I'm looking forward to it as well, but equally, like, little bit nervous because uh I, I don't know anything really what do i know what do i know about baseball eh? no but the thing is though chris the competition's not exactly fierce um i'm, I'm bringing up the, the bringing up the, the the rear um it's jack hello mark yeah that's it like, what a great way to introduce jack <laughs> yeah. the competition Super isn't mark. all that so i wouldn't um don't put too much pressure on yourself i'll tell you one thing when you talk about it being years chris this is episode number 80 of our, of our regular regular podcast. We've done many specials that are not numbered. So, yeah, number 80. Number 80. Well, there you go. So what we're going to do is a quiz. And these questions, some of them are pretty difficult. Now, the lads have been told not to kind of look at Google or baseball reference or anything while they're doing something like this. Some of them are difficult. Some of them are a little bit easier. Um, we'll do two points for each question. Whoever gets it right, there's some little bonuses maybe thrown in as well, if I feel like it. Um, so let's just make a start. Um, so the first question is... Which... Uh, sorry, just a way to buzz in, a way to get a shot each answering it. What's do you know the... what? I think what we'll do is we'll do it round. You, you can do it in phase. One person can answer, and the next person answer, the next person answer. So you may get the clue from what the first person said. Then again, the first person may get it completely wrong, and you can go your own path. So we'll do it that yeah, way. We'll probably um, get it completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So, okay, let's but... do. Okay, Kev, do you want to answer? You can have a first shot at answering this one, then Chris, Thanks then Jack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, which major league record did the 2021 Yankees equal on June the 20th last year? Was it most wins in a row? No, it wasn't. Okay. Chris. <laughs> Was it most wins in a row? Oh, dear. Which record um, did they equal on June the 20th? Quite an early start to, to equal this record. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Um, I've no idea, no idea right. at all. Jack, I, I want I want to say something to do with home runs, but don't know. So I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'll go most home runs in a month. Unfortunately, this is zero points for the is first it, question. Is it something, something to do with multi-hit games or something? No, it isn't. No, they equaled know. the record for the most triple plays in a season, if you remember oh, that. That's oh, right. It's an yeah. obvious one as well. God. Who remembers oh. those triple plays? My memory is... Yeah. Uh, shocking, that is. That's bad. Well, yeah. That's a start. Oh, Christ. Okay, it's a great start. No points across the board. The good news is you're all in first. The good news is you're still in last in between you. Okay. The next Mike, one. Actually, Mike, this, Mike, this, this Mike, doesn't this bode well. Too much, isn't it? 
Okay, so this next question, they're not all necessarily about the Yankees, but they're about MLB in general, mostly about the Yankees or connected around the Yankees. So, which MLB team recorded their second consecutive 162-game season, 162-game season, with only one pitcher throwing over 100 innings? And for reference, prior to 2019, this had only happened once in MLB history. So which team recorded their second consecutive 162-game season with only one pitcher throwing over 100 innings? Is it back to me again? Uh, I know we'll Chris first this, first this time. You've got 30 teams um, to choose from. I'll go with the Baltimore Orioles. Okay, Jack? I'm going to go for... Colorado Rockies. Mm-hmm. And Kev? That's Kane edging towards the Tampa Bay Rays, but I don't think that's right. But I'll go, I'll stick with that, the Rays. Right. You're all wrong again. Um, There's a theme here. There is, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to throw a bonus. So, so the answer is the Angels. Bonus one, first on the buzzers, who was the pitcher who recorded over 100 innings? The only pitcher who recorded over 100 oh, innings. Otani Jack, you get a bonus point. Got a sub point. And he's got oh, his to be honest, that's, that, that's the only Angels pitcher I could do. And he's got his own <laughs> new rules as well. Did you see that today? Or was it yesterday it came out? He's got his what? The Otani rule. Have you seen this? They've made a rule to do with if the starting pitcher like rule. can DH, he can stay in the game. If the starting pitcher also DHs, he can stay in the game for the full game, even when he's taken out as a pitcher. So it's basically the Otani rule because there's no one else in baseball it will apply to. Oh, I see. That's okay. Brilliant. Oh, okay. That's yeah. got, um, I, interesting. I put, I put this question in because it was just such a joy watching him last season, to be honest. Yeah, um, amazing. Um, not only does he lead the team in innings pitch, he also leads them in home runs uh, and steals as well. So, But leading leading in innings, innings pitch with only 100, though, is, is pretty easy, I would have thought. Yeah, the point was, is the Angels, like I say, for the second consecutive season, for the 62-game season, didn't have any, only had one pitcher pitching over 100 innings. So the problem yeah. the Angels have got, they just can't get any decent pitching. You know, Syndergaard's gone there this season. I just wonder how he's going to get on. But he's yeah. not exactly a, a sort of bank on over 100 innings, do you? You know he's going to have his injury issues and this and the other. So the, the pitching is still their big issue, I think. An amazing start, yeah. though. It really is. To... It is. It is an amazing stat. Yeah. I, I've, I think I know a team that also will struggle with pitching this year. So interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on to question three. Uh, Jack, you can answer first this time. Which team led the American League in team strikeouts with one thousand five hundred and forty-two AL teams? You got fifteen to choose from this time. Strikeouts. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for the Blue Jays. I don't know why. Actually, Blue Jays. Okay, Kev? Yankees. Chris? I think it's one of those two. But I'm going to go Twins. Okay, uh, again, you're all wrong. Oh, um, <laughs> the, the, Kev, 
the Yankees actually had 1,482. The team that actually led the American League in strikeouts was the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, wow. Now, the reason I bring that out was because there the Rays are leading the division. We were bemoaning at various times during the season about the Yankees' propensity to strike out, and yet the team that strikes out the most is the team that wins the division. How does that happen? It is possibly the most frustrating thing to watch in baseball especially in a sort of big position and the guy comes out and strikes out. So it is amazing that they actually won the division with that start. Yeah, it, just, it, it does just show that it's all about, sort of, a lot of it is about timing. When you get that, if you're in a position where the game's on the line and you've got a chance to blow it open or get back into the game, then you get that strikeout. It seems to probably weigh more on whether how many you have makes yeah. sense. When it happens, you mean? Uh, yeah, key, yeah, that, that moment in the happens, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you strike out on that key moment in the game. You, you, it tends to weigh on you more than how many you've had, which I think yeah. the Yankees seem to always run into that. When the game's on the line, we seem to just can't get bat on ball. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there was points when you would be on a kind of bit of a, a rally and getting back in the game, and then suddenly a strikeout would just come at the wrong time and. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying now, exactly. The next question, and again, there's 30 to choose from here. Which team set the record for the most players appearing for them in a season in 2021? They had 69 different players appearing for them. Which team was that? I was going to go towards the Yankees. I'm assuming I'm first this time if we're going on the rotation. I am yeah, not. yeah, go ahead. Um, I was going to say the Yankees, but 69 sounds way too high to be the Yankees. But I totally stopped. Seattle, Mariners. Chris? Ooh. It feels like I'm just throwing a, a dart randomly at a dartboard and I'm probably going to hit the wall. Um, I'm going to go Rockies. Um, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go for the Pirates. Okay. Um, it may not surprise you that you were wrong again. Um, it was actually the Chicago Cubs. Um, but we'll do a bonus point. We'll do a nearest to it. And the one who gets the nearest gets a bonus point. How many did the Yankees use? 57. 54. Chris is 57. Kevin? 54. 54. Jack? I'm going to go 46. Okay. Chris is the nearest. Was 59 different players played for the Yankees last season, which I thought was an extraordinary amount. But it was only extraordinary in the context of the Cubs playing 69. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, initially, I initially thought the answer was going to be the Yankees until you said 69. I thought, no way we used that many, but that's amazing, yeah. I, I had the same thought process, Kev. And, and the Cubs, annoyingly, the Cubs entered my head. I wish I'd have said the Cubs. Damn it! At least you got. Damn a, it! A, it's, a bonus it's the point. smug look on Mark's face that, that the listeners can't see when when he gets stumps <laughs> us all three of us. He's loving it. So the scores at the moment: uh, Chris and Jack have one point. Kevin, just to count, no points so far. Neil Bois. <laughs> okay, we will move on to the next question. Now this one's slightly easier. Because there's only five to choose from. Which Don't AL which AL East team 
AL East team had the lowest number of stolen bases in the whole American League? Red Sox. Kev? You can Jack. do the same answer if you want, by the way. It's Jack, Jack next, I think. Oh, Jack. Go on, Jack. Uh, I'll go Rays. Kev? Yankees. The answer is actually the Red Sox, Chris. Two points. Ooh. They had 40, 40 stolen bases. Well, we we had more than like, 40. Get... Sorry? Well. We had more we, than 40. We had more than 40. Okay, so bonus point question. How many did the Yankees have? We'll do it in the nearest to it again. 54. 54. I'm living yeah. with that number. Okay. Jack? Uh, 61. Right. Kev? 50. That was a 63. So Jack gets the bonus. Oh, God's but the, league, the league average was 74. <laughs> the reason for bringing this out is... We are still way below average in stolen bases. Um, with us bringing, I think the game, the game is below, mm. below par, not below average, below par in stolen bases. Stolen bases are an exciting part of the game that have been completely killed off, and I'd really like to see it changed. Hopefully, yeah. some of these rule changes in twenty three will make uh, make it a bit more, a bit different. It's one of the most enjoyable parts of the game is runners on bases and guys making their moves and stuff. How do you think the pitch clock will affect that with the stolen bases? Because the guy will have less time to actually make his move. I think I think pitchers will be practicing it an awful lot uh, in the off-season is the reality. Is it not 14 seconds or something, the pitch? If a man's on base, it's 19, I think. Yeah, 19, right. okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting. I'm to see looking it, forward to it actually. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, me, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, speed up the game. Find ways yep. of speeding up the game. It's good. Yeah. And I, make can it more see, exciting. I, I can see a lot of runners on first, maybe messing with the pitcher's head, sort of counting run heads. Mm. He's at 16. I'm going to fake a run now and see if he what what he does. And so adds a new um, element. That actually adds a new element to the sort of guy on first. And yeah, I, I think it could be good. I mean, time will tell if it actually is positive. But I think it should be. The one thing I'm learning from this, or sort of realising from this quiz you're doing, Mark, is the, the issues the Yankees have, we all know, which is strikeouts, sort of no run, uh, sort of um, lack of athleticism, running the bases, et cetera, et cetera. But not, probably not as bad as what, because uh, we're so focused on the Yankees, we tend, and also like our, our injury issues, we use a lot of players. Maybe we're not, because we're so focused on the Yankees, and that's what we, because we're, we're Yankees fans, we're not, doing as bad as some other teams in those particular areas, which may be sort of, you're sort of biased towards, you're, you follow that team. And yeah. You're so in that zone, in that bubble, and it seems like a really big issue. And you just got to step back and go, mate, well, mate, we're not as bad as, like the Red Sox are stealing bases. I would have thought we were worse than the Red Sox, but it turns out we're not. We're not using as many players as, as the Cubs, for instance. We're not, we're not striking out as much as the Rays. So, it kind of just sometimes you might need to just step back from that Yankee bubble almost. I think I think we probably hold them in a higher regard with that. But also I think we kind of do try to view the Yankees as a contender. And um, I think possibly when you look against some of the teams, I wonder how we compare their numbers against contending teams. You know, the sort well, of... well, the Red Sox were contenders. The, mm. the Rays won the division. 
contenders. They were contenders. The division, or are you talking about? Can I say contenders? I only mean the World Series. I don't care about anything else, to be honest. But you've got to win the you've got to win the division before you can win the World Series. No, you don't. Not anymore. In fact, you don't even need to came come second in the division these days. The new rules, but yeah, I'm, I don't think you need to win the division to win the World Series. It's I, I I don't care about anything else other than the World Series, to be honest. But I do think we need to hold ourselves against the sort of top teams and compare against that rather than comparing against sort sort of the worst teams for it. And saying, well, thankfully we only had was it one thousand forty eight strikeouts and not. 1,049 or whatever it was that won it. 1,542 for the Rays, yeah. yeah. And I, how do you feel about the Red Sox this season? Is that, what, I mean, the most recent development with the Red Sox is that they went out and got Trevor Story, yeah. which surprised me at the time, given they got this fairly good guy called Xander Bogart, so short. Um, He's going to play third, though, isn't he? Story. Second. Second, well, sorry. I don't know why I said that. I meant second, yeah. Sorry. Um, I think... The Red Sox are a sort of sneaky, sneaky team in terms of you don't really, uh, you assume that they're not got better, but then you look at who they. I think I think probably the best way for the Red Sox is they're a better balanced team than what we are. Is Chris I think we might. Again? I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think we is, might yeah. have better, better talent, but I think they're a better balanced team. I think they've got a better manager, and I think they've got a sort of better. Yeah, better balance than a team's a good way to describe it. I haven't paid a lot of attention to to any baseball since because of lockdown. Since it's came back, I've kind of been looking at Yankees news, but I haven't been sort of in-depth with what other teams are doing. I, I heard the news of Chris Sale the other day. It came up on Twitter. And obviously seen the got story, but I haven't seen too much else of what they've done this winter. So uh, kind of a little bit of an unknown for me at the moment. You know they're going to be there and thereabouts. They always are. Uh, apart yeah, from they the, will be. They're, yeah. they're, they're close enough to it, and um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a competitive league this year. The AL East. For I, I sure. fancy the Blue Jays think, for it this year. Oh yeah, yeah, they look sharp, and yeah. and they, yeah, they've got a good team. But um, the money, but they're still they're gonna be, the money as well, and they're not yeah. they're not half arsing it. They're they're fully in on these youngsters, and they're they're gonna sort of try and make the most of it, aren't they? They are, but I think going back to the Red Sox for a minute and the the Trevor story, I, I just wonder if that was not. I mean, they clearly didn't need him. Um, I, you know, it, it was a, a need that the Yankees had, and I wonder if they would didn't just do it to take it away from the Yankees. I, I thought about that, mm, but then know. you don't pay one hundred forty two million dollars just for that. I see. I so, know. I, I have a problem with that, and the problem I have is that you you you're not paying one hundred Forty-two million dollars. You're paying whatever it is this season for that player, and you're signing them up to a contract that you can trade. Um, and that, that's the reality. You you can trade away this guy if it doesn't work out. Um, so you can you can absolutely take him away from where he might have needed to be by by giving him the contract he wants, and then look to trade him somewhere else that isn't your arch rival later on. I was told by, by a Red Sox fan um, that there's a talk that Bogart's, I think he's got an uh, opt-out at the end of the he season. Has, he has, yeah. He has, so, yeah. And there's a chance that he may sort of use that opt-out and test for the agency. And now they've got a story, they essentially can't be held to ransom by Bogart. So they can say, okay, if you want to try that, we've we've got essentially a ready-made replacement. Obviously, I'm, I'm not quite sure how good Story is compared to Bogarts because I know Bogarts is a very good player, but 
I think yeah. it's almost like an insurance policy. They've gone, okay, well, makes sense. we're not, we're not, we're not going to be caught red handed when it comes to Bogarts if he decides to. Yeah, you use can't his hold us over a barrel because yeah. we've got somebody okay? there to slide yeah, exactly. right in. Who, who played second That's base last point. year? Because um, Henry K. Hernandez. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah they've upgraded there as well. Got, so. I think they've got Jackie Bradley Jr. back as well for their centre field defence. I know Hernandez played a bit of centre field as well, which he did, yeah. yeah. He's not his back probably isn't there, but his um defence certainly is. Well, we're talking about spending money. Do we want to talk about the fact that George is going to arbitration? Or is that for another podcast? How long yeah, I think might well go ahead. I don't, I don't oh, yeah. Mean, I... yeah, he wants twenty one million and the Yankees have filed for seventeen. Okay, but this is just this is just this isn't just the normal game that they play for arbitration, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a bad look with your star player. Oh, I I would have liked that to be Yankees and Judge have agreed on a contract extension rather than rather than this is the figures where it's how many millions we are apart. Because again, I've said it in the last pod. There's no there's no benefit to leaving it till after the season. There's no benefit to leaving it during the season. Just Get, get, it in, get, get it done at this point. They've, they've saved money by not getting Correa, by not going for Story, by not investing in all these free agents with, with this caveat that old judge is going to need an extension at some point. Get it done then. There's no I mean, point now. Just ju- get it done. Judge is your superstar player, probably future captain, and you're valuing him at 17 million. You've just handed what to Josh Donaldson? 23 million, 24 million mm-hmm. It's just, a, I think it's a bad look for everything that's going on just now. It just feels like the front office just want to piss the fans off in a big way. That's what it kind of feels like at the moment with that. All they had to do was agree with him. It's $4 million in the grand scheme of things to keep to keep this. It's a storyline that's going to, the media are going to be all over. And I just don't think it's a good look at the moment with everything else that's going on. So Yeah, it's, it's also not a, not a good look. From the from the actual perspective of of getting a deal done, so yeah. if yeah. the deal doesn't get done in the next week or two to extend, forgetting the arbitration stuff, the arbitration stuff suggests to me that actually the Yankees aren't that interested in 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 giving him an extension. So I, that hopefully that's the start of conversations that they have over the next week, week and a half, that lead to a, a significant contract extension. But if it's not. I mean, if I'm judge, I mean you, you you're backing yourself to do well this year, and you're you're backing yourself in free agency, and and the Yankees yeah. probably aren't coming after you, which is because if they're coming after you, they're coming after you now, mm. and that's yeah. that's the disappointing thing for me is that we're we we aren't talking on this podcast about the, the yeah the hundred couple of hundred million dollar extension that he has signed. That that's the disappointing thing for me. Yeah, I think it's now not going to happen yeah. if it doesn't happen in the next week and a half. There's a couple of players over the last few years where we've gone. If they go, the fan base will be up uh, annoyed, yeah, and sort of go, oh, can't why, why, why aren't we getting this? But there's there's one player that the the fan base will be angry about, right? and that is Aaron Judge. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't sign Aaron Judge to a contract and make him essentially a Yankee for life. Many players you can kind of go like, even like. You kind yeah. of go, oh, we would like Didi to stay, yeah. but then you kind of go, okay, we'll move on. If Claver was to go, you'd be, I would be annoyed for a little period of time, 
and then you sort of get over it. But Judge would be one of those ones that don't think I would ever be happy. Or Can you imagine him in a, Dod- in a Dodgers uniform? It would kill because you know that's where he's going to go, right? Oh, you, you know, know that's where he will go because the Dodgers sign everyone. Yeah, I don't know. How- I think the Dodgers have got a sixty-man roster because they they sign everyone. Anyone that's going, the Dodgers sign. <laughs> they do. But, you never, hear- but you never hear about the Dodgers going. Yeah. Oh well, we can't fit him on our forty-man. Well, how many players they got on their forty? Man, they got like sixty players. I swear, but the shrewd yeah, man. He that... he will go to the Dodgers and he will. Yes, that's just, yeah. I don't even want to think about it. Exactly, because like... all, all they're going to do is cost themselves money. Because yeah. if he goes out this season and hits forty-five home runs and bats three three hundred plus and hits in one hundred and twenty ribbies, that's more money added on to his value. Fifty million on his value, yeah. Exactly. So it's just getting done. Just start talking. It's like how has gone. I'm going to be the total opposite for my dad. I mean, the yeah. total opposite. I'm not going to do anything close to what you would do. Because you know George would have him signed up on it. Oh, yeah, it would have been done. Because he's the face of the franchise. He's the future captain. He's, as you say, there's been popular players have left. And you've kind of went, oh, I really wish he hadn't left. It's been kind of hurt a little bit. But losing Judge is a bit like losing Jeter in the 90s. It's just unthinkable. He's just he's just everything. I mean, I know you had to get your give your Gary Sanchez pajamas away and stuff like that, mate. But it's this is different. This is um, yeah, exactly. This, 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 been, this is this yeah. is this is our superstar and a homegrown superstar who loves the club, and he's just the perfect guy to lead the club. You know, he's got that face of the franchise, and I I think it's it just seems like they're determined to piss the fan base off because the reaction on Twitter at the moment is. Pretty, pretty. It's been bad for the last couple of weeks, but when you look at Yankees Twitter at the moment, there's a lot of angry fans out there. And I don't know if they're kind of similar to fans over here where they'll vote with their feet and stop going to games or something like that. I don't know with this kind of stuff, but you could see a situation where they start to look to try and force change of ownership. I don't know. I could see that happening here. That'll be a bit of a reach, but yeah, I don't think yeah. that. So, so the message is pay him effectively, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I think we all give him the money. Give him the money. You're going to, it's probably going to be less, as Jack says, than if he has a seriously big season this season. You're probably going to add fifty million on his value. Yeah, stomp up now. Like, and that's the thing. It's the it's the risk of this season, isn't it? So for for both both sides. So yeah. if he has a, a a relatively average season this year, bats two fifty and only knocks in twenty twenty five homers, then you know, Yankees get him at a, a reduced rate or can argue for a reduced rate, but. It's not worth it. Shut up and sign the deal. Get, yes. Give the man the money. He, he sold you plenty of jerseys. He'll continue to sell you plenty of jerseys. That will recoup the money 10 times over. Shut Easy. up. Give him the money and give him a lovely new bobblehead and happy days. And on that, we'll return to a quiz. So, <laughs> Magnus Magnus is back. In. <laughs> question, question five. I like this question. Which Yankees player set the record? And there's a record that will now not ever be broken because in the off-season they've changed the rules. Which Yankees player set the record for the most times that he was optioned to Triple A in a season? Oh, MG, Jack, you're first up here, by the way. Yeah, oh, Christ. <laughs> no, um, no, just was time to think. No, it was because it was Chris the last one. Oh, so. nice. Oh, my Lord. In, in a season, 
That would that would be is that, yeah. is that last season? Last season he set uh, the record. It was a Yankees player set the, the all-time record for the most times being optioned to triple A. So basically he spent all season going between triple A and the big league club. And the taxi Which player the, was it? The shuttle was it they called it the Scranton Shuttle? Uh, there's one name it's, uh, I can't get him out of my head now so I'm not going to think of another name that's Tyler Wade that's the only one I, I'm pretty okay. sure it's not him but it's the name I've got in my head and I can't think of anyone else okay okay uh, I'm thinking a picture I'm thinking potentially a picture that was going up and down Lucas Lucky no Chris uh, he was look, look. He was there all season. Yeah, he was there all season. He was probably Chris, the, not the guy I'm thinking of. Just you'll kick, you'll kick yourself when you find out. I know he will. Is it a position player? It, whoa, 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 whoa! No, whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> None of that stuff. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, no clues permitted. Okay. Oh wow! Wow. Does uh, um... his name begin with a? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like. I don't know. I really don't know. I think Luke Luke Voigt spent a lot of time injured rather than being optioned, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so it's not him. Uh, Louis Gill came up and down a fair bit. That's who picture. I was thinking of, not like Louis Gill. Is that your answer? Um, I, 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 I can't think of anyone else. It's going to have to be Gill. Yeah. Louis that's your answer. Okay, it's wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not heel anyway. It was heel. heel. Yeah. <laughs> It was Albert Abreu. For a bonus point, how many times was he optioned? Four. Five. Jack's the nearest. He was optioned 12 times. (laughs) You've got to remember it's a record. I'm, oh I'm, yeah, of course. I remember right. it was the record, wasn't it? So it's always going to be stupid answer, right? Right. And it will and it will now not be broken because MLB have changed the rules so that a player can now no longer be an option more than five times during during the season. Yeah, that might be why I had five in my head. Yep. So Albert Abreu, twelve times, so twenty-three different journeys between Scranton and the Bronx. Is what is he, he say, made. You say, you say journeys. I think it was more. Um... Theoretical journeys, wasn't it? I think it's more a stay, stay in the back. Don't, don't be seen. You can stay here for a couple of extra days or, or wherever. I mean, you've probably actually done the journey. I don't think. Okay. Next question. It's about the Orioles. How many runs did the Orioles concede in 2021? Nearest the answer. Yeah, well, nearest the answer gets two points. Well, oh, God, I can't even think. Oh. So, how, many, so, how many runs are you likely to score in a season or not score in a season? Well, man. Not sure I care either. It's the Orioles, really. 1,800. Okay. I don't even know if that's close because I'm try- I, I have no idea how many runs you score or concede <laughs> in a season. I can't even think of a number. So you, if, if, if you go to a season where a team goes 1,800 runs, that's going to be quite a spending season, Kev. Um, all right, can I change my answer? <laughs> I, I genuinely can't think how many. It's not a start I pay that much attention to. I'm sorry. Right, um, I'll, I'll make it 800. Does that sound more realistic? Yeah, probably. 800, Chris. Why, I'm sorry, I forgot the question because it's how, the how many, how many runs do they concede? 
in total. Con concede. Yep. Uh, 7.20. Jack? 1,050. You're the nearest again, Jack. The answer was 956. Obviously, wow, it was the worst really? in, worst in MLB, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the Orioles a bit. I mean, offensively, I think they've got some, we well, they've got, they've got, I think they've got some potential. They've got a few decent players, but their pitching, my goodness me, what a horror show their pitching was. Um, they've got John Means and absolutely nothing else. Yeah, it was, um, I think we didn't do too well against them last year, was it? I think we've no, done I mean, the, any, I think we Weren't too far off drawing this the season series, were we? I think. I, I would love Cedric. Off the top of my head. And the Yankees. He's the kind of player. If you could get rid of Hicks and get Cedric Mullins in somehow, it would be fantastic. I can I couldn't even name you another player on the Orioles right now. Trey Mancini, but that's about it. Cedric Mullins, Santander, John Means. Yeah, not many. They're bad, let's face it. Um, yeah, does, does anybody have them finishing anywhere other than fifth this season? No. No. No, I didn't think so. Do you know something? Sorry, just to take this off on a tangent. i seen a tweet today with the lowest payrolls in baseball. Yeah, I saw that. Did you well. see this? Unbelievable. 30, 30, 32 million. Was it 32 million? I think there was two teams. At them the and the Pirates. And the Guardians, which I can't get used to them being called that, were 35 million. Yeah. That is ridiculously low. They're needing to introduce a non-luxury tax. They're needing to tax these teams for being so low. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, minimum minimum salaries. The, the yeah. minimum yeah, salary well. for for um for a major league team. Because <laughs> these be, teams, yeah. these teams are making a fortune out of the revenue sharing yeah. from MLB, and they're just fleecing their fans. It's disgusting. Yeah, sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's a great point. Um, just some reference. So the Orioles conceded 9.56. The league average was 7.34. The Yankees only conceded 669. So we were better than the league average in runs conceded. Is that a surprise? Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm not overly surprised by that, no. I just think with the Yankees, this the last year, it's just it's high, the high, I was about the strikeouts, the timing seems to be yeah really bad when it when they need it most they go the opposite to what they need whether that's getting that crucial hit not giving up the home run they need something at a certain point they go total and i think that's just the winning mentality that we don't have that's why i think anthony rizzo coming in is a big plus because he's well now gardeners gardeners gone all yet but there's no one else in that in that team that's won anything. In that, he's the only one. So yeah, we we're we're lacking that winning mentality. So him coming in was key for me anyway. Yeah, I think I think also the streaky nature of the Yankees probably plays into that. When they're good, they're really good, but when they're kind of going a bad slump, they kind of. I don't think we took too many real beatings last year. We took a few, but we kind of lost a lot of kind of close games where we could have probably done better but yeah overall I'm not overly surprised by it Mark but yeah and we, did, we did have that stint it was in May or June when basically our starting pitching was just otherworldly it and was, couldn't do yeah. anything yeah. wrong 
Yeah. Um, Clube got the uh, the no hitter, but it was in amongst other really really strong performances from the starting pitching. So. Yeah. So, next question: Which AL East team? So again, you got a choice of five here, lads. Was second in the whole AL in strikeouts per nine, the pitching stat. So the m- most strikeouts per nine innings was second in the AL. This AL East team, which team? So we, we got five choices, but the whole of the AL. You got the choice for the whole of the AL. No, no, they, they, they were second in the AL. It was an AL East team that was second yeah, yeah. in the AL in strikeouts per nine. Whose ch- choice is it to go first? It's Chris. Yankees. Okay. Jack? Rays. Kev? That was the two teams I was between, so now I'm kind of... You can, you can, you can go with the same one again if you want. It's um, okay. Yankees, I think. It was indeed the New York Yankees. So, Kev, you've actually broken your duck and you've got two points hey! on the board. <laughs> The Yankees were second in whole AL with 9.8 strikeouts per nine. They actually led the AL in um, strikeouts per nine minus walks per nine. That differential, which many people look at. So we're actually really strong. We had a really strong performance on the whole pitching side last year, just to reinforce the other point about runs conceded. And yet, do we feel that confident about the starting rotation this season? I'm sensing, actually, no, we really don't. Notwithstanding, I've, I've felt worse about it. Uh, yeah, I but think... I don't feel massively confident at the same time. I think you lose what Kluber, but you get hopefully Severino. Yeah. Um, you got Cole, Severino, Monty. I think Gumby's going to be good this year. Gun- yeah, is, I, I mm. don't feel I don't feel confident. Let's put it that way. But I don't feel like, oh my god, we have got no pitching. I think her, man, her man's on the injured list, isn't 60 he? Days, 60 days, 60 days. Oh, is he? 60 days, jeez. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Garcia's supposedly been working hard. He's pitching tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he'd like, I would it's like hardly, to bring It's hardly Broadway in. for pitchers, is it? No, it's not. I'd no, like but that's, that's one, what I mean. It's not, one more you're not, in. you're not like really bigging them up saying, oh yeah, that's the, we're not saying we're the Mets with DeGrom and Scherzer, but I don't think we're as bad as we have been. Yeah. As soon as you said we are not the Mets, that just, I just like, and, and you, you made it sound like, and to be fair, it's the right thing to say. Well, it's like, um, what was it? it um, like the Mets are better than us and it really it? hurts. Like my, Adam, my spine felt like it got crushed. What was it? Adam Vino said, um, it's nice to play for a I don't, I don't even say it. That, that, that don't cares say that. or is trying. And I wanted to oh. really hate it. I really wanted to come back and think. But then you look at the Yankees and you just go, oh, he's probably kind of a little bad. bit right yeah, at the moment. Probably is, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't oh, I, <laughs> I saw it and couldn't even think that, guys. It made me, oh, made me want to do unholy Here's my prediction to for face. the year. To get, get this back on track, here's my prediction for the year. I think Cortez is going to be good and mm-hmm. really step up again. Tyon for me is the kind of key, key man in here because if Tyon can be healthy and get his shit together, I think we've got a very good rotation. But again, similar to what we talked about last week with the, the kind of outfield players, we are relying on kind of Severino having a really bounce back year. 
Cortez stepping it up and Tyon having a big year. There's a lot of ifs. Even Gumby, we're, we're relying on him having a good year as well. So, Where's, um, where's Clark Schmidt? Is he is he not injured no more? I don't know. What no, I don't think so. With him. so. I think Britton and Herman are the only two that's on the injured list at the moment. So you got Schmidt. He could, oh, he could, depending on how he starts, he could be a factor this season at some point. Well, so um, there you go. Yeah, there's that. I, I think, uh, yeah. Think, yeah. Just, we're right in the middle of it. I don't think we're the worst we've been, but I wouldn't be shouting it from the rooftops. So I think the bigger problem's at the back end. I think that's where we've got some. Well, I think the problem is our back end is huge. I don't mean the back end of the rotation. I mean, like, the, the late innings. That's probably what I should have said. The, the bullpen. Yeah, the pen kind of worries me more than the starting pitching at the moment. I don't think our starting pitching is anywhere near as good as it could be or a lot of other teams, but I think we've got enough. Um, what worries me is the sort of late innings. Um, okay, so you, explain to me what enough is. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I get what you're saying. Right, let's, let's go back Yankees. to let's go I'm, back I'm to putting the... the put, Putting let's go back, the, the let's Yankees go back on to the, the pedestal. Let's, let's go back the to the Yankees on the pedestal. This, right? No, let's not. Yeah. Pe- the pedestal that the Yankees should be on that you talked about. Like, oh, we're not being, What I'm, pictures are you putting on that pedestal? Get it, cool. Carry on. That's all I've got. That was a worrying sign. <laughs> That's all I've it? got. Oh, no, exactly. I just, I, See, I you're absolutely I, right. The back end of our rotation is a huge worry because it's huge. Because it, it, we're relying heavily on Garrett, Garrett Cole and we're he- relying heavily on these bounce-back seasons. I think you've got Severino coming back. He was positive last season. If he, if he can keep going, I think he's a smashing number two. I think you've got you've got Montgomery. You've got Tyon. Uh, you've got... If, I think there's enough... If, it is if, a lot of ifs. Listen, the whole Yankees, if, the whole Yankees season is based on ifs. I think you've got Lasaga there. I, th- I think there's enough. Um, Louis Hill. I think there's enough in there. Cortez. I think we're going to be all right for starting pitchers. What really worries me is is closing the games out because Chappie was dubious. Mm, yeah, Chappie was a big worry last season. Brit- Britain's on the. The injured list. We don't even know if he's out for the whole season. I heard he was. Yeah, Britain. Britain was our backup for Chapman, wasn't he? Yeah, so, I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I think they need to make some moves there. I think that that's more of a concern to me. I, I'm not. I don't think our our rotation's anywhere near as good as it should be. But I, th- I think there is enough positivity in there. I just wonder. Are we relying Look at me on being Captain Neg compared to Captain Neg? <laughs> no. Are we, are we <laughs> relying on Wendy Peralta? Yeah. Oh, don't say that. Oh, don't say that. No, seriously though, I, I like I know what you're saying about the, the 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 ifs and the fact that we're we're relying on all these bounce back seasons and stuff like that. And for me, as much as I'm, I'm being a bit negative about it, actually, it does it does like add that element of excitement to it because we we don't know who the guy is going to be. I mean, we we know that Garrett Cole's going to be Garrett Cole. We don't know that Severino is going to be the guy that we we thought he was. We hope he is, and we hope we can rely on him. Same with Cortez. Like you'd love to see him have another season like he had last year, and just build on that and keep keep growing from strength to strength, and and be able to support a guy that 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 makes you smile when he's pitching and enjoy watching. So so like in and and then the other names that you mentioned, like watching them come up and and do well would be great. So from that perspective, um, it's not I'm worried. Um, I, I just I, I I'd like a 
I'd like an exciting horse to back, and I don't know which one of them to back to be, you know, the third the third day in the rotation starter, and uh, and that's why I'm kind of missing right now. But quite looking forward to seeing who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I've seen an interesting tweet as well about Montgomery, basically saying that he had the same FIP, which I'm not sure how that. Exactly, fielding, measured. fielding independent pitch. Yeah, I know. I'm not quite sure exactly the measure of that, but as Robbie Ray, he basically had no run support last season. So, does that always, make it better always, than we think he is? Always fielding the fielding letting down. Yeah. Talking of which, next question Which team led the AL in team errors last year with 108? AL team. Jack, I think you're going first this time. Uh, um, I'm going to say Minnesota. Okay, Kev. Um, I'm going to go back to Seattle, I think. Chris? I'm annoyed about this because I remember seeing... I remember seeing this... And I don't know who it is, and it's really going to bug me. And I remember thinking, no wonder. I remember thinking, no wonder that team struggled. Uh, I'm going to go to Rangers, Texas Rangers. It was, in fact, the Boston Red Sox who made the ALCS. <laughs> that wasn't, with that wasn't who I was thinking it was. <laughs> but, no, me either. But it may surprise you or may not surprise you, but links in with Kev's point, the team that was second in the AL with Team Owens was the New York Yankees with 98, which may explain why Jordan Montgomery's fit was so good, but his actual ERA was far worse. Yeah. It's, um... Isn't it funny? Like we, I mean, if we link that back to the, the first question, like the first question was about turning triple plays, which is one of the hardest things to do. Yep. And we turned, what, three of them in two weeks. Yet, we make the second most errors in the league. Yeah, yeah. Just how many? Did, yeah, bizarre. Yeah. How many did Torres have last season? We've got forty odd of those. Yeah, yeah. The, the Torres experiment at short didn't work, did it? Nah, it didn't. Uh, to be fair, quite a bit of the team kind of started to struggle a little bit. I've just, I've just got this feeling he's going to play 50 end of short stuff this year. Yeah, and with guys filling in, you had them. Then they're going to kind of left. I can't play every game. Um, essentially, he's your backup shortstop. You need to get the DJ bats, at bats, yeah. see him playing 50 plus games at shortstop. Really can. Yeah, I think probably Donaldson will play a bit of DH when Stanton's in the field and he'll probably play third as well. But you think last season we had Adore playing at third, we had um, Geo playing at short and stuff like that. It's not surprising there was a lot of errors going on when you had guys playing unfamiliar positions and stuff. So Yeah, but Geo looked like really quite comfortable at he short did. and then we, we traded him away. So our only real backup, really, for short, was, was traded away. And Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, his time came to an end. I think we may miss Tyler Wade, actually. I think, um, I think we, we kind of divided him, but his fielding um, versatility, I think we'll miss that. I think he yeah, just, um, last well, season, we got, actually oh, we got, pro- sorry, proved, 
No, sorry, I'm just saying last season, I think he actually proved he could legitimately be a, do- a good backup. His bat started to come alive and stuff like that, so... Yeah, Does, yeah, but he's he's not a good backup anymore, is he? Hopefully, he will get a hundred games this year. Yeah, so I think so. Yeah, yeah. It should be good for him. Has um, Marwin Gonzalez played short? Because now we got him at minor at the, at the spring training. I know he uh, plays everywhere, doesn't he? he plays yeah. uh, outfield, second. Does he play short? I don't know. I don't know whether he sure plays short or not. I think he has played short in the past, but whether we can still do it or not, I don't know. I just think I just think Glaber's going to play fifty plus games at shortstop as well. He probably will. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he may have to at this rate. Yeah. Right. The next question. So, for minor league systems, be it AAA, AA, High A, Single A, um, for all the thirty teams, four systems recorded a sixty-five percent win rate in twenty twenty-one, but three of them were connected. With one organization, which one? Couldn't run that by me again. So, four minor league systems recorded a 65% win rate. So they win 65% of their games, right, which is so pretty hard to do, actually. I get you. In 2021, three of them were connected with one organization. Whose team had a really good minor league season? Yeah, yeah, so basically, yes. they were minor league feeder teams for one team. Is that what you mean? They're, minor, they're either triple A, double A, single yeah, A. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get whatever. you. I get you now. Yeah, yeah. Which organization? Are we going? Are we narrowed it down to AL, did you say? Or, uh, no, it's all major leagues. MLB, major leagues. Who's I mean, who's first? to be fair, it, it's, it's been a while, Mark. I haven't seen you in a while. All you guys full stop it's been lovely to see you uh but I, i've never hated you more quite frankly because <laughs> i mean the, the questions the, these questions this is we joked about mastermind stuff he is magnus magnuson i actually, actually thought this is one of the easier ones actually yeah you thought this was one of the easier ones yeah well i go first and take a punt go on toronto blue jays This is a pure stab in the dark. Oh, I'm going to stab in the dark too. Uh, and I've said this name before because they're, they're, I'm thinking about the Colorado Rockies a lot today. I don't know why. I'm going to go the Rockies. Okay. I'm going to go the New York Yankees. I think I remember seeing our teams have good seasons. It wasn't the New York Yankees. It was the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, oh, I've said them twice like... already today. Who... Top to bottom, throughout the whole organization, had an overall win, overall record of 650. And that actually beat the overall record that was set in 1989 by which organization for a bonus point? San Francisco. Tampa Bay. Is it still Tampa Bay? Uh, Although, Ups. The record that they beat was the New York Yankees, who in 1989 had an overall record of six and six thirty-nine. Believe it or not. So yeah, but, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't listening properly there. I thought I, I used this as a sort of talking point about the Rays, to be honest, because just how good are the Rays, top to bottom? Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I think this point brings it out to me. They seem not to. only are they good at the major league level, but actually through the minors, so the whole system, they're really good. But they've always done this. They always seem to develop really, really top talent. And yeah, that's impressive how they do it. This, this is where I feel like we should uh, be able to post these on YouTube or something because Jack's reaction to that was superb. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked like he'd simultaneously been stung by a wasp <laughs> and was eating a lemon. Yeah, how, just, how much of a surprise was it to you that the Yankees of all teams, who weren't exactly renowned, renowned for doing particularly well in minor league systems, had previously set the record for top to bottom winning percentage? No, I mean, I suppose they went for the 90s, isn't it? They go into the 90s. Yeah, historically, I, I don't see that as a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Just to me. It went, yeah, I think it, so, because the Yankees have never really had that much of a reputation for developing players and having a good farm. So, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, Mark. Anyway, but I, I just I think the race, the uh, quality organisation throughout. Um, and. Where are they? You know, we talked. You know, we talked about the um, the salary list earlier, and and the fact that there were teams on it that were had had a full salary of of thirty five million. Where where are the Rays on that scale? Uh, I I would be. I would say for about middle. I'll be surprised if they're anywhere other than slap bang in the middle. I reckon. Because again, historically, they've they've. That have been known to be doing an awful lot with not a lot. Yeah, last um, started they around about 78 million. Well, they, they, they were in they were in on Freeman, weren't they? Apparently they offered more than the Dodgers. For hmm. Freeman B chose to go back to LA. So yeah, in on, so they have they have the money. Yeah, second, yeah. It's just coming up on the screen here. Tampa B where the fake are they? Oh. 76 million. Yeah, I thought so. Is committed. Yeah. I thought they'd have been higher than that. No, I pretty, think you should get a point impressive. for that, Mark, because you said 70 to 80 million. You should get your own points here. Yeah, but just make All those quick. To be fair, to, say, to, to be fair, if you'd have got points for every question we got wrong, you'd have romped it already. You do realize he wrote all of these questions out of his head. <laughs> he did no research on this, it was all in his head. Not true. Yeah. I'll be honest, no, I'm not that good. No, I don't believe it for a second, Mark. Startle. Okay. Which player, Startle. and I'll give you a clue, it's a Yankees player, led all Major League Baseball in three true outcomes, so home runs, walks, or strikeouts, with 59% of his at-bats resulting in one of the three true outcomes? Which Yankees player? And strikeouts... Yeah, total proportion of his at-bats that were home runs, walks, or strikeouts. Home runs, walks, or strikeouts. Who's first? You. Judge. Kev? Do we say current Yankees? It's a current Yankees player, yeah. It's a dawned on me because of being someone else. Gary Sanchez. That's what I thought. Chris? Well, you said current Yankees, so that can't oh, be yeah. right. Ah, yeah. good. Well, are we talking about Yankees from last season or current? Because that changes. Well, so, so actually, funnily enough, my, my thought was about Gio Urshela before that. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
uh, and if I'm thinking about GOHL, I'm probably going like second to that Luke Voigt. Uh, I'm going to say Stanton. Wait, can I it's change not... my name if it is a current one? Go on then. Glaber Torres. You're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we, it's lucky we know our team as well it's, as we know all the rest Joey of the teams. Gallo. In the league. It's, it's your favourite outfielder, Chris. It's Joey Gallo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I just wow. thought about that. The Do you know what? Just I, came into my head, Joey Gallo. He, he's renowned for, for doing yeah, this. Um, I, did, I did think about Joey Gallo, actually. He, and I, I actually, actually forgot he even played for us, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I really did. I never come into my head until we were just saying that, and then it just went, "Oh, Joey Gallo." So yeah. I did want to sort of touch on Joey Gallo a little bit. So whilst he was with the Yankees, he didn't have the greatest record. Um, batting average, one sixty on base. <laughs> on base, three oh three. The guy can walk, um, but boy, can he strike out as well. Um, what, what's so, the I, feeling? I, 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 you weren't, you weren't in fact exactly high on him last year, Chris, were you? Do you know what? Um, I'm, I'm going to go all, all, all Jack Brown on you here um, and do a bit of a Gary Sanchez. I saw him, his swing, his first at-bat in spring training, and I thought, do you know what? I like it. I like some of the adjustments he's made. Um, and I, you know, we talk about um, having comeback years. I, I, I think we're due to see one from Joey Gallo. Uh, it, it's it, Bearing in mind his, his season last season, uh, it will be a surprise, but genuinely, I, I feel like, you know, and again, I've only seen a couple of at-bats, um, but the adjustments he's made, his swing looks more powerful. He looks he looks in a better place. Um, I, I think we'll see a much, much better Joey Gallo this year than we saw last year. But I, I, there's no way I'm going to go, um, you know, buy a number 13 jersey and... and wear it all the time and, and say how wonderful he is and then when he eventually sucks for three years constantly and then leaves and goes to the twins say oh yeah I didn't like him very much anyway so I'm not going to do that he's um I think you're he referring to anybody in particular there Chris <laughs> no 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 <laughs> definitely not referring to Jack and his 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 dropping of of Gary Sanchez like a stone last week no he's still he's still got his jersey up behind him Hey, look, uh, I'll tell you something, right? There's a couple of things. One, I didn't drop him like a stone. I said it was always trending to being inevitable. He was going to, he was going to be traded and wasn't really going to work out. I was roasting the glasses. The other point I've got to make is I've got no name on the back of that jersey. So that could be anyone, <laughs> anyone who wants to pick up the number 24. I've now got their jersey. His name, I would be screwed. And... After all the nice things Chris has just said to me, I fully agree with what he just said about Derek Lowe. I think he's going to have a really good season. There was an interview he'd done with Meredith um, during one of the spring training games. And he said when he got traded across, he didn't really get to know the team because they're in the middle of a sort of pennant race and they were very focused on winning games of baseball and this and the other. And he strikes me as someone that likes the, likes the other side of baseball, which is not just game. He likes to be a part of a team, have a laugh and a joke. So the fact he's there for the whole season, I think will help him bed into the team more, help him find his role and help him perform better on the field. But yeah, I agree with Chris. I think he's not saying I'm not saying he's going to be MVP or he's going to be the best player on the Yankees. I think we're going to see a better version of Barry Garrett than we did last year. I'm hopeful as well. Um, I mean, with that left-handed bat, 
absolutely he should be destroying that right field um so i i am hopeful i think what times last season he was trying a little bit, bit too hard um and i think if we see a more relaxed one relaxed person i think if he gets reps fielding as well i think we kind of moved him around fielding wise last year um I, i'm hopeful so he's when I, I, I saw his I, swing I, in spring training. It reminded me of one of your favourites, um, Kev. Like if you haven't seen him swing this Teixeira. year, watch him swing Teixeira. Yeah, yep, he, he Teixeira, looked yep. like Teixeira when he was at his best, and I was like, oh yes, please. I do think with Joey Galloway, always starts the season quite hot. So I think, I think that will help him settle in. Um, but I think he will do well. I think he had a bit of a struggle when he came across, and I think he'll he'll be a good player for us. He is intense as well, which I think is going to be a good thing, but yeah, I'm not too worried about Gallo. So what, what's your starting outfield on opening day then? Gallo left, centre, judge right. Even though I like the fact that Stanton plays in the outfield, I think that helps him at the plate. I still think he's going to DH more Bargo, Gallo, left to right. I would actually play judge centre field. For the one reason I'd like to see Donaldson and DJ Lemayhu, I suppose you could put Glaber at short. Would be the other option to get everyone in the lineup for opening day. I would like to see DJ Lemayhu on the bench, hmm. which is a possible. Issue. I, I, I personally, the outfield will go Stanton, Judge, and Gallo. I think. I would, judge in, yeah. put judge in centre. I think I think they see judge as an emergency centre field. Not, I think I think they're very much in on Hicks. I think they very much believe. I was going to say, mine's definitely got Hicks in, Hicks in centre field, Gallo in yeah. left, judge in right, and um, yeah. And, and so what's your infield the then? DH. So what's the infield then? I think <laughs> I think DJ might miss out purely because they've got. They've obviously invested money in Donaldson. I don't think they'll, they've talked, they've basically been talking Glaber as a second baseman. They've not been talking about him as a short shot. I think the next couple of weeks, right? So, not Kevin, the next couple of, sort of the week or so, spring training, if Glaber doesn't get any reps, yeah. you know he's not starting a short shot, at least on, first, on opening day or even maybe the first part of the season. Did you see the lineup that the Yankees are playing today in spring training? It looks pretty much like a sort of opening day lineup to me. It's it's not far off. I forget I forget exactly what it was. I mean, one of you could look it up. Um, I'll have a look now. But I remember thinking that's really I'll tell you what we'll, we're doing. Whilst we're, we're doing that, I'll answer the question that, that Kev asked. What's the starting infield? And that's Donaldson, Kainafalefa, um, uh, Torres. And Rizzo, and I think DJ LeMay, who does miss out. So the lineup. I don't, is, I don't want him to, but I think he does. Um, Unbelievable how much he's fallen compared to where he was two years ago, because that would have been unthinkable but, coming into last season. Unthinkable. And I, but I don't think he has fallen. I just think oh, he, he had a bad season. He's, he's had a bad season last year. Yeah. Don't, well, no, he hasn't had that's a bad what season. I mean, that's what a, I mean. Yeah, that was a very poor. Season. He's had an average season, but but I think he still has a big part to play, just not on opening day. You on the lineup today? Yeah, sure, come. Um, da, 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 da. 
it's weird because one of those ones that have the numbers rather than their positions, but it goes Lemayhu, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, Donaldson, Hicks, Horrors, Pina Fleffer, Hickash, Joker. So I think that puts Lemayhu at first. That's not far up in the starting lineup, or yeah. certainly a good a, a good version of it anyway. Rizzo's yeah. the only one that's not there that I would say. Mm. Yeah. Would be in there. I think I just think Lemayhu misses out. I, I think essentially, I think it's a toss-up between Torres and Lemayhu who start. It's it an interesting one, isn't it? It is really an interesting one because if you look at um, uh, Rizzo and um, Lemayhu at first, that because realistically we've taken away an option for Lemayhu to play third base by getting by getting Donaldson in, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. So yeah, his his first choice is at first base. So you're almost platooning first base with Rizzo and and Lemayhu. Um, so yeah, and, and the interesting thing with that is that you know you've got how long has Rizzo got on his contract? Two with a player opt out after yeah, one. Yeah, he's got opt out after one, hasn't he? So essentially, yeah. it's two one. You know, you're on because DJ's is up at the end of the year too, isn't it? Yeah. So. You've got two first basemen on essentially what are what amount to one year contracts, um, and that can produce good things in a you know it can produce bad things too, but it can produce uh, a, a good quality competition for that that spot. As all as we always say, the DH is is the key for me when it comes to this lineup. We can't have it locked in Stanton. Can't have no, it not at all. locked into Stanton. So Stanton playing the field, whether that's right or left, is key. I mean. They need to be able to do that. You can't have Stanton as your sole DH because it just it locks the lineup. You can't then you can't play Donaldson as a DH. He's got to be playing or he's not playing. You've got and that then doesn't free up Mayhew to play third when Donaldson's a DH. It just causes so much havoc with with Stanton being a locked in DH, which you can't have. Yeah, I agree, and I think if it'd be interesting to see how the the um the NL teams use the DH this year because I think they'll use it as a uh, to share time around more than the AL teams ever have. Okay, we'll finish off with two very quick questions. No, oh, I thought we'd okay. forgotten this. Come on, Mark. No, no, very quick question. Okay, very two quick, quick one. Okay, um, who won the most interleague games, the AL or the NL? NL. AL. AL. Chris? NL. It was the American League. Jack gets two points. Um, 167 to 133. Quite convincing, actually. And, and last one. Toronto got 91 wins and didn't make the playoffs. When was the last time a team with 91 wins didn't make the playoffs? Nearest answer gets the point. Gets the points. 2008. Chris? 2012. Jack? 2018. Kev gets the points. It was actually 2002. It was 20, 19 years that a team with 91 wins in the main pass. How unlucky were them, but how worried are we about the Blue Jays this year? Very time. Yeah, I think they look the best best lineup in the AL East. Okay, Mark, what are, what are the final scores in this garbage quiz of yours? Final scores <laughs> the garbage quiz. Um, Kev is last with four points. 
Yes. Chris for me. is second with five. Jack wins it with seven. Easy. Easy win. Easy Congratulations, win. Congratulations, Jack. Well, what does Jack win? Apart from, can we have a can we can we get him the, the, the letters Sanchez to write on the back of his twenty four jersey? <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that Robinson Cano jersey. Yeah, it is that. <laughs> anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that. I'm pretty sure it maybe made it more difficult than maybe it could have been, but I, I think you enjoyed it more than us. Um, but either way, it was some talking points. So thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, the listeners got more points than you you three did. Um, until then thanks a lot and we'll see you next time goodbye